Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. Hope y'all had a great weekend. We have the passing of a former Alabama journalist and Hezbollah hostage, a smoking bill, and the weather that's on the way. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Jerry Levin passed away last week in Birmingham, Alabama, reports AL.com's Amy Yurkinen. Levin was a news director at WBRC in Birmingham back in the 70s. He went on to work for CNN and became CNN's Middle East bureau chief living in Beirut in the early 80s. That's where he was working during the Lebanon hostage crisis when he was abducted and spent nearly a year being held captive by Hezbollah militants. According to an article in Portico, Levin escaped through a second-story window and walked hours through enemy territory to reach safety. He wrote a book about the experience called Reflections on My First Noel, and his wife, Sis, whom he met in Birmingham, also wrote a book called Beirut Diary. Now, the couple would become involved with peace organizations in the Middle East and the United States. Jerry Levin was 87 years old. Here's another proposal for the Alabama legislature this session that could affect some folks. The AP reports that there's a bill sponsored by Birmingham Democrat Representative Rolanda Hollis that would make it illegal to smoke in a vehicle with a kid who's 14 years old or younger. A violation would mean a $100 fine. Now, a bill like this one didn't quite make it through last year's session. If this one does end up becoming law, it's probably not a good idea to try to get around it by making the kids ride in the back of the truck. Child restraint laws and good sense are still in play. Well, it's Monday. That means we have another weather preview segment. Weather reporter Lee Morgan's with us. And Lee, I read a story you wrote yesterday for AL.com. It sent me up on the roof to patch a leak. Is it going to be wet this week or what? Yes, it's definitely a week to pull out your galoshes. So you need to get those out of the closet. <laughs> what are, what are you don't, They call them rain boots now. I don't think anybody actually calls them galoshes. Okay, but when well, I was little, they called them galoshes, and they were yellow. And children's And boots. they made your feet sweat. <laughs> but you might have to wear them this week, because especially if you're in north and north-central Alabama, it could be a lot of rain, um, possibly up to six inches between now and Tuesday. Then we got... Some severe weather, possibly Wednesday into Thursday. Through the whole state there? Through the whole state. Now, that's gonna threat's going to change over the next few days. So just keep an eye eye out on your forecast because right now the whole state of Alabama looks like it could run the risk of some severe weather. There are going to be higher chances of in other places. But 
the thing the weather people are really more concerned about is the flooding because we had a lot of rain last week. We're going to have a lot of rain this week. Got a lot of rivers that are forecast to go into flood stage and the soil is already saturated. It's not going to take much rain to cause flooding, you know, just around town and the places that usually flood. So yeah, don't, don't drive through any of it. Please don't drive through any of it. I don't know why people keep doing that. They've got to stop. And another thing while I'm on my soapbox. We've got to talk about severe weather and manufactured homes. We've already had four people killed just this year by tornadoes. All four of those were in manufactured homes. And that's, and we had lots more last year. So this is just something people that live in manufactured homes have got to take an extra step. And it's a pain, I know. But pay attention to the weather. It's going to be, it looks like another overnight event, Wednesday evening into Thursday. Y'all got to be real careful. And, if you know, if it looks like a storm could impact where you are, you've got to get out of that manufactured yeah, home. That's just so. another another step, another responsibility. In Yeah, in speech, I'm getting off my soapbox, but it's something that's really been weighing on my mind lately. And uh, I know it's it's not fair and it's a pain to have to leave your home, but it could save your life. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Lee. No problem. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow, every day this week. Until then, stop by and see us on the Internet at AL.com. Mm-hmm.